It's funny, you could go to, you know, if your elbow hurts, you go to orthopedic, maybe, play, go to orthopedic, and a lot of times you may get relief, but the ones we go to for the relief from the head, psychiatrists and stuff like that, in a sense, they don't produce the goods, because you just get 8, 30 years of going to therapists. You know, something's off there. If you run into a solution, it usually doesn't take that long to reveal itself. Yeah, like for me, they have there's a step in AA called uh, the second step, which is we came to believe that a power greater than us could restore us to sanity. So something bigger than us could restore us to sanity, where no other human power seems to be able to do it. Hours of the states or your mom, your dad, whatever. And so after a few weeks of going to recovery, you haven't drank for the first time in years, you know, in those eight weeks. So you observe that something greater than you has restored you to sanity, at least the, the sanity that, you know, the insanity that precedes the first drink, because you haven't drank. I mean, that's a solution, yeah? That's unbelievable. But when you're working with the head, as a head, <laughs> it's, 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 it's just a, sort of like it's it's a giant, not always, but on a very general level, it's like enabling, and huge enabling, because we're going to now get to the root of it. There isn't any root of it. You can have, most of the problems you think were historical are made up, because if the only thing that's pro- proving now is when you remember something, all you remember is a memory of it which is up in your own little filing system. So basically, you're trying to get out of what you think you've been in. What would happen if you saw you weren't that which was in it? Wouldn't that be the best way to get out of it? Because it wouldn't just work with one topic, it would work with all the topics that you're in, because there's only one of you in all of them. But if you take each one separately, the, you know, and you knock the pin down, all right, that's down, but the one pin's still there, and then the next down, you get clear on that maybe, but there's still the one pin standing, because you're involved in all of it. Why not go to the root, or what precedes everything? Why not go to, after, you know, trying to deal with tons of problems, why not go to the idea of who has the problem? Because that one idea has been attached to all the problems that you've ever had. And then maybe you would see it has a certain relationship to the problem. (laughs) Maybe it's the biggest problem of all the problems. Yeah? So why would you want to go on a hunt when you already already saw the prey? It's you. You know what I mean? Just look in a mirror. Just like you said, I used a simple old one, but it was really true. I look at all my significant relationships with women, and maybe they seemed to all fail, and the only one constant in all of them was me. I was the one person that was there. And even in AA, and even if it's such a small turnaround, it produces huge effects, which is... Like, we have this inventory process in AA, so you come in into recovery, and recovery isn't stop drinking and using. That's like the admission. Then the program of recovery 
is what comes after you're not drinking and using. Because now you have to recover for what drove you to drink and use. Because if you don't recover from what drove you to drink and use, you'll probably drink and use again because you haven't recovered. Yeah? So it's not like, all right, put a plug in the jug. That's the beginning because when you're under the influence, it gives a huge influence to that which is defeating you, so to speak, you know, the self. So you got to cut out its little ammunition first, and then, all right, now we have to recover. Yeah. And then, so the recovery is these steps you do. And the fourth step is like the first introduction of taking an inventory where everyone tonight, and it's like a four-column little graph you do, and everyone tonight in a bar on Clement Street does the first two columns. They know who they're mad at and why. I'm very clear about that. And all it does is cause them to order another drink or to cop some coke. Because, and, and so you're stuck there. And then you gather with other people who are stuck there and you share stories about the motherfuckers and this and that. But AA just goes, hey, we're going to move you, your attention, from the first two columns to through the third or fourth column to, to the fourth column to see your role in it. Like, what your, what's your role in this situation that seems to be screwing with you? And lo and behold, if you see the same thing that led to another drink in a different light through the process of AA, it will produce relief. Much more so than the next drink will. Because the next drink is just going to drive another drink and another drug and stuff like that. But you'll actually get relief. The same process, just take it a little farther back. So, hey, what's your role in it? Well, basically, in, in spirituality that's worth its salt, it does the same thing in a way. There's a simple, there was a great methodology in the oldest scriptures in the world, the Vedas, which is self-inquiry, where they would ask, oh, right, so let's say you're worried about next week. You wouldn't concern yourself with the worrying about next week. You would just ask, who is it that's worrying about next week? Because it's the who that's given all the meaning to next week. Next week is not happening. Something that's happening is lending a sense of happening to what's not happening. We're happening, like it or not. But what the mental state likes to do is take this opportunity that's happening, and put it into what's not happening, through the thought system. So now you're sitting here, and there's no apparent threat, and then, but suddenly you're very anxious and very contracted, and your breath gets shorter, because you're actually seemingly having an attack of fear, but there's no threat. Because there doesn't need to be a threat, because you're reacting to the mental state that's thinking about what terrible thing is going to happen to you next week. That's what happens. So now, your basic, what I'm going to do now, isn't based on now. It's based on yesterday and tomorrow, which to me seems insane, if you really look at it. Because there is something happening, but I'm not going to take my cues from here. I'm going to take my cues from what happened and what I think is going to happen. <laughs> that just means insane. So, when I'm in what's not happening... And this moment, it may seem like a great idea to have a fucking drink, because in what's not happening, I'm really fucked, you know? But if I was just present, which he cannot not be, it would be quite easy just to say, see that as an insane thought, because why? 
<laughs> why would, if your mind's are, why would I spend the money? Everything's fine right now. Or if you're lazy, why do I want to get out of my car and drive to a fucking bar and with all the smoke and I don't even like the music they play there? Yeah? Something would have to have a big urge to drive you to do that shit because you're somewhat okay. So the mental state has to create a constant condition of unokayness. It can't do it here because a lot of the fucking time it's okay here. You know, your door's locked, you wake up, there's no one in there, the roof is falling down. You know, I mean, it's somewhat fine. You can take a nice poop or whatever, shower, chill out, and then deal with all the craziness. But at least you have your little sanctuary. Some people, it's a car or a box, you know, they're sleeping in a box, but they find at least a little solace in there. But, and then you would have what you needed to have to deal with what happened. But we're overloaded with constant concerns about what's not happening. And it's amazing because it's not happening. So how can it produce an effect? How can next week scare the bejesus out of me? It has to be thought about because my elbow isn't picking up next week. So <laughs> warning, warning, you know, my shin bone. My dick or whatever, nothing's picking up. There's no way antennas are warning, warning, warning. It's the head. The head's it's like an alarm you can't turn off. You know, when you, the smoke alarm goes off, it's just, you can't fucking turn it off. And when you move it, it gets worse. You know, this is what happens. So, people want to get out of thought. Of course they do. They would love, and the confusion is, is there's very amount of confusion, but one of the biggest ones is there's an assumption, it's not true, but there's an assumption that somehow you're before the thoughts because you're the thinker of them, or you're the one that's receiving the thoughts. And that sense seems to give you, like, authority that you don't have in actuality, which is, I should be able to stop these thoughts. They're mine. Why? You know what I mean? Why? I think it's like a father who cannot believe his sons aren't listening to him, but they're not listening to him, driving him crazy, because he's got this stubbornness, hey, I'm dad. Fucking you and you're supposed to listen to me. And they're like, you know, they're not it's very frustrating because he has an assumption, hey, I have some say in this matter, and he's getting run over all day. Same thing, being the thinker, you would assume, hey, all right, thoughts, I want to stop by 11 tonight. I got a big day. <laughs> all right, need some sleep. Just cool it, you know, and don't start till like 8.01. Give me in like nine hours, okay? I'll, I'll pay attention to you all fucking day, but just give me this break. Do they ever listen? And when are they ever done with anything? When have, have, you, when have you really thought enough about anything. It always goes back. I mean, you're going over scenes of crimes you were never at, like with a forensic unit by the mental state, figuring how great your life would have been if I hadn't done that. <laughs> but this, again, once again, in your head, you think you have power to change the past, but you don't. I mean, I, my head's told tons of stories. I'd be a professional surfer if I hadn't gotten run over by a car. But I got run over by a car. <laughs> I can't seem to get over that speed bump on all my stories. <laughs> so, this whole message, seriously, it can be applied to everyone or anyone or no one, really. Because the thought system has gone wild. First of all, it's getting way too big of a share of our interest and attention. 
basically. It's like we've forgotten we're in the game of life and we're and we're listening to like Howard Cosell in the narrating box telling how the game's going. We have no fucking clue what's happening. Really. I mean, people go to work all day. They come home at 8 at night, and at 8 at night, the head has a broadcast. Newsflash. How was the day? Very bad day you had, Paul. Those fuckers are thinking of firing you. Now, you were in the day the whole time when it was supposed to be bad, never noticing it. But you had to wait till 8 at night for the head to broadcast to finally let you in on it. You had a bad day. That's like a 12-hour delay that you have in your own life. Don't you seem a little suspicious of that? That you can be so checked out that the only... The, you have to listen to the broadcast. <laughs> K-Paul has to tell you, you've had a very bad day today, Paul. What? I had no idea. Oh, yes. You had a really fucking bad day. Okay. We have no other... We don't have any real touchstone. We have no real spiritual condition. We're entertaining spiritual conditions made up by the mental condition. We actually think we can acquire a quality of what we are. We are already spirit. We're trying to get some spirit. <laughs> and if you're get, trying to get some spirit, you're in a denial of your own spirit, obviously. Or why would you be shopping for spirit? Why would you be looking for something that you are? It would be You'd have to believe you're not to be... That drive to look for something is based on you don't have it. Yeah. So your own nature, if it's turned into a, a, a goal that you want to acquire, something is way, way off. And so the thought system is constantly, constantly, seemingly entertaining yesterday and tomorrow. And you would wonder why. Why is it entertaining all that dead time? Yeah, why isn't it here now? It is here now, but it's thinking of yesterday and tomorrow. Because yesterday, it can picture you. It can think about you as a body yesterday. It can put you in a location. It can put you into an action. It can remember what you were wearing. It can remember who you were with, other bodies. It can do all that stuff. Yeah? It can never think about spirit. It can only think about spirit as a concept. It cannot think about what you are, but it can constantly think about what you're not. So it's thinking about what we're not quite a lot in the past. And what it's doing, humbly, is that it's remembering you as a body now. By thinking about you in the past, you're pictured as a body, it's remembering you now as a body. And the same thing when we're overly, when the thought system, we're not, the thought system is overly concerned what's going to happen because it believes, it knows what's going to happen to us. My wife's going to leave me, I'll be destitute, I'll have cancer, all that. Yeah, constantly. It says it with such surety and it's full of shit. There's no idea what's going to happen. But it is, it's like a great authority. Oh, the wise one predicts you'll have cancer. Two weeks from now, get ready. How can you get ready for what's going to happen? It's impossible. <laughs> how can you how can you contract to defend against a blow that isn't happening? It would be that would be it. So the worrying about us in the future as a body is another form of remembering us as a body now, because the thought system cannot escape now. It is part of what's happening. Yeah? But its whole realm is in what's not happening. 
Because in what's not happening, you're there. You are there all the fucking time. In what's happening, you're very sometimes very insignificant. You go out to nature, you go to the beach, you do this, you catch a big wave, something. You're like nothing compared to that power. But in that, when you think about surfing, you're the biggest thing, and you're bigger than the ocean. When you think about when you were there, you were the, you're the, like the spotlight of the sun suddenly just goes on you in all these tropical locations. <laughs> and no one else is watching the movie because they're watching their own movie. Because all that we're really interested in is us. That's the only reason why I'm interested. If I had thoughts about Duncan five years ago, it would be like a, it'd be like a gnat. <laughs> there would be no place to land. But the same thoughts, if they held us about me, I'm totally into it. <laughs> My interest and attention, like a bloodhound troop, just goes through and just smells the shit and goes around and does this. You have to see, you're the honeypot. It's like, if thoughts, if you saw thoughts as moths, yeah, and the moths were driving you crazy, all you need to do is remove the light bulb. The moths will disperse. We're the light bulb. We're attracting it all. The thought system is about, yeah, it's never hit, it's never precise, it's just a vague thinking about, thinking about what will happen, thinking about what happened. It's not specific at all. It's just, it's like a vague little weather front. But in that weather front, when it speeds up, it goes like this. If it goes fast enough, it, there's a picture of you. You seem to appear as a body. Then, as soon as the body is taken to be so, all the thoughts make fucking sense. How can I defend about what's going to happen to the body? After I've been told what's going to happen to the body by the mental state, how can I defend it other than with this? I've got to think about the future, because my elbow isn't going to respond. You know, my bunions aren't going to respond. Nothing's going to respond. My head has to, all right, go, go. You know, and that's the whole playing God in recovery. To me, the biggest unspoken step is quit playing God. Because how can, it precedes the third step, which is to turn your will and life over to the care of a higher power, because it's very clear, if the mental state is playing God, and, there's, and it's identified as the one who's doing the third step, the God that it's going to surrender to is a lesser God than it. That is for sure. It's going to have a God, like it's going to be like a big bully, and the God, the God that it's entertaining, that it surrenders to, is like a little kid. It's going to give him the bag of candy, but anytime he wants to get it, take it back, he'll take it back. That's not it. That's playing God. What I am, what we are, actually, I believe, is being God. The mental state can only play God, it's not God. But what we are as spirit is God. Not God like wielding thunderbolts, but I mean the awareness, the, the immense, the undivided internal awareness or space. I would say that's what we are. The mental state is mimicking it in a very, very crude, like finger puppet little drama where it's the center of the universe, that oh, you are all that you're thinking about. Yeah? And it's using thought to increase like an amplification, to make something that isn't so seem to be really, really, really so, by ad nauseum thinking about it. I mean, listen, how many, let's say the love of my life, I thought maybe 4,000, thought 4,000 thoughts came through me about the love of my life. Now, about me, 
four billion trillion thoughts. <laughs> I mean, this has been showered with constant attention since I hit about five and six. <laughs> Before then, I'd run in the rooms, climb trees, do this, do that. And around five or six, everything I've ever done since then has been accompanied by thought. <laughs> it's been like a swarm, like the Charlie Brown, the kid that's the dirty kid. He's got this thing around him wherever he goes. Can't help it, just does this. <laughs> it's like a swarm. <laughs> it's, it stings you with the past and the future, but you sense it now, which is the drag. That's how powerful we are. How could what's not happening ever affect us? If we saw it as what's not happening, the effect would suddenly disappear. Because we're the source of the effect. Our believing in it is what causes it to seem to be so. It cannot be so. It can only seem to be so to what is so. And we are that. Yeah? As Jesus supposedly said, as you believe, so it is. Very clear. As you believe, and he's not talking about I believe in God. No, you're believing all day. You're believing in this. You're believing in this. You're believing in time. You're believing in all of this. As you believe, so it is. Because obviously there isn't so it is. We are so. Yeah. And as what so believes, so it is. Now there's a step in recovery. The first three steps. The third, three, third step is, is turning your will and life over to the care of a higher power of your own understanding. But I hope that what happens is you get to the point where now your life has been turned over to the care of a higher power of its own understanding. Because I would not want my understanding of that power. <laughs> it's like, here's the huge sun, and I'm looking through like a one-by-three-inch window. All right, that's how much I can take. <laughs> it may get you a parking space, or so you'll think, or a date. <laughs> He'll be like, <laughs> he'll be like a genie in a bottle that comes out every once in a while. Hey, I really wish I'd go. Okay. <laughs> this is more, this, when it's open, it's revelatory. You'll be so fucking surprised what downloads. <laughs> it won't make any sense to the mental state. It won't. You have it by not looking for it. <laughs> That's the key. <laughs> well, you are it by not looking for it. <laughs> you are, you still are it when you're looking for it, but you'll seem not to be it. <laughs> because that's the only way there'd be any drive to look for it. You'd have to seem not to be what you are. <laughs> that's the beauty of it. It's so beautiful. Because it downloads, in a sense, comes through this little, whatever this whole event is, and it's like an unspoken yes, and, it, and it's very inclusive. It's win-win. It's not either or, yes or no. And it's not a time. It's not built to a process. It's not acquired by effort. It's just your inherent nature. You're basically awake right now. Yet you're trying to know it through the mental state instead of being from the mental state. Yeah? When you see what you're not, that's the being of what you are, truly. 
And whatever your actual figure destiny is, you'll probably be compelled to do that. You know, you'll, you'll, you'll know the tree by its roots. Things will happen. And for me, when I fell upon this message, who, who would have thought that it was going to be the last message? But it was. It, it no one voided any need for any other message. That's a good answer to me. Yeah, that it became the last answer. Because I've had a lot of answers, but they kept leading to a need for another answer. This has dismissed all that need. Pretty cool. For a long, long time now. And it's just finally, the head is freed and can entertain its own simple nature, which is being here in manifestation and then the lingering space as the context. And it's, you know, it, and the beautiful thing is, the greatest benefit goes to the body, really. Because the body cannot live under the stress of being called the center of the universe. It's way fucking too much for it. It is. It's way... It really is. It's like you're a Toyota, let's say, you turn a little weird, you got, you know, stuff like that. You're not meant to be the, the, the first float in every rose parade, yes? It's just a utilitarian event going on, this and that. And with the mental state's magnification, which is amazing... I mean, what we are, when that power is misguided by the mental state, it can make shit out of nothing all day. We're, we're raising mountains out of molehills all fucking day. And we don't see ourselves as miracle workers. We, it's amazing that we don't notice. We are, we are profoundly powerful vent right now. It's, it's very difficult to make shit out of nothing. I mean, I've seen some great what's not happening masters who didn't know they were even masters. They could make, they could worry about something in one thirtieth of a second that had nothing to do with them. It would take them that long to be concerned about. It. Yeah, there was one lady I actually wanted her. She was like the goddess or the queen bee of all worrying, and I thought, you know what? We should have everyone get in touch with her and give them, give you their worries. And then just let you worry about it because you have this vast, vast ability to worry about everything, you know. And therefore, and when they call, when because they got worried, if you were worrying about it, and you would just soothe them. No, I've got it handled. I've been worrying quite a lot about the situation, and they extended it to many more situations. They just rest, chill out, and she could just gobble it all up. Just unbelievable. It's like a, it's the same power, but being misguided, you know. Yeah, it's saying everything's the same power. We're like neutral, beautiful, not beautiful, let's not even say beautiful, we're just neutral energy. And here in manifestation, it's what's leading us that's going to direct it. So the mental state takes this condition or this possibility that we are faith, it's a power, yeah? We can have a deep belief without any fucking external evidence. It's unbelievable power. And that faith can see you through so many dark nights of the soul and in the dark nights of the dark days of the soul. Yeah. That mental state takes that faith and directs it to the thought system and produces harvests of huge harvests of worry and anxiety from what's not happening. It's all the energy that we are. An imaginary field could not yield any crop. We plant it, we sow it. We harvest it. It's all fucking made up. 
that same energy, if surrendered over, especially like in recovery to the higher power, Course in Miracles, the Holy Spirit, other things, and having that directed produces an ease and comfort in your skin now. Yeah, pretty awesome. Same power. It's just going to be directed by something. Either the mental state, your elbow is in, in, the, in, in line to direct it. No, it's the mental state is the one GPS, and then there's another GPS that you don't notice. It doesn't come in a box, you can't see it, and it's not loud at all. Yeah? But this GPS, the mental state, and it's not in the brain, because there is no body or brain. This mental state is a failed system. It's proven itself over and over again. It's a failed system. Recovery, Bill W. nailed it perfectly. He said, why are you in so much fear today? And then you could go, well, because I don't have a job, I don't have a place to stay, uh, and you have a I, you know, litany of things, why you're in so much fear. And he would just take you to, isn't it because self-reliance has failed you? That's why you're in fear. So you're in fear because you're relying on something that's unreliable. That seems like a natural consequence. If I rely on something that's unreliable, I could provoke fear because it's probably not going to work out. So we're living under that threat all day, yet still relying on it because we don't see it as a GPS. When it plays, we call it me. We're identified as it. In other words, we can't break the contract. We can't unrenew our subscription because we believe it's us. It's a perfect it's the perfect failsafe for a hostile parasite, which is to convince the host that it's the parasite. So you never can entertain being free from it. You can only entertain freedom as it, for it, through it, with it. That's why there's no freedom from the bondage of self as self. None, ever, ever, none. If you see it as foreign, if you see it as a parasitical movement, it will trigger an image, a mental picture in you, or a mind, the big mind, the big screen, that make, it's not you. And in seeing that it's finally not you, the next thing that happened to me was, I can be free from it. And so it has occurred. That note, that, that wanting to be free had been misdirected for years, brought me to very noble places, lovely places, beautiful places, but the the, the corrosion of what was leading me, what was set up that I was going to do all this to get out of myself was the corrosive agent. It could be in the most beautiful setting and it wasn't going anywhere. Because I walked, I always walked out of that place that I wanted to leave myself with that self, as that self. Because I was identified. I was in the act of being identified as it. You cannot rec- recognize the identification when you're in the act of being identified. You have to see. It's got to be the grace. You've got to hear it from outside. A download something has to whack you so that you finally picture you as something foreign. Because you will, I'll tell you, the same drive that's being misdirected to defend it and be right about it will really fucking be like a booster rocket to move away from it. The same energy. If guided, if directed by some other power. <laughs> and you know what? The head will keep on heading, you know? 
but instead of listening to it, you'll hear it, which is much different, hugely different. Because most of us are listening to it like the Living Bible, really. <laughs> but when you hear it, when you're not so cozied up with it, and you hear it, you'll see it's blatant uh, falsehood. You'll see it's it's a very tiny, not far-seeing system. It has cert- it just runs on loops, very small little loops. It just rehashes, resents, retells, rethinks, redoes everything. Goes on and on and on. It's sort of like if you you uh, fast backward on a film. And then every time you thought you were going forward, it was still passed backward. It's the same thing. You're under the assumption, oh, I'm moving ahead, but it's it's not. Yeah? Yeah. So when you start seeing it, not look from it, because looking from it is the identification seems to be in place. Then then that which isn't true is a fact. You're taking it to be a fact. I miss. That's, you know, in a way... You have to entertain what's prior to it. Because if you see it from here, it's not a fact. If you look at it from this, it's a fact. So if you see the activity that keeps implying, assuming, inferring, presupposing that you're this body, you see it, it won't be able to work the magic and convince you you're a body. But if you're looking from the body as being identified as it, then this is a fact, and this now becomes the starting point. And your whole life, you look from it from here. You look at everything from this point of view. It's called self-centeredness. The freedom is prior to the bondage. And as they say in recovery, the bondage is of self. The bondage, the possibility of bondage only arises when the possibility of self is in place. The bondage is of self. So if you see you're not a self, you will, as a byproduct, you'll be lifted out of the seeming bondage because the self is it. Just like it said, the fear is an effect of self-reliance. So you're getting back to the exact nature of things. Yes? That's where the relief lies. And these, mess, these meetings just support that, that little possibility because there's a lot of shit being inter, in, uh, interpreted to support the story of Paul all freaking day. I mean, you need a little bit of a rest stop occasionally to hear a different type of message with the same language, the same language that sets and reinforces the trance can also lift you out of the trance. Or can point, point out that you're not. You're the trancing. You're making the trance. Yes. Nothing precedes us. We are it. What's looking right now is nothing seeing that. What's looking is it, yes. That seeing is it. There's nothing behind it. There's no seer. There's no God. There's no divine being. There's just being divine. There's just God, yes. So I listen to a message like this. Triggered something in me. It probably had nothing to do with the words, but something triggered. I supported it for a while by reading a couple of books, going some places. Then my seat assignment changed, so now I don't have to pay to go see anybody because I'm the body people are going to come see. Obviously, not too much, but some places. Respected, well respected. So now I never miss a meeting. 
Because something in me knew I needed satsang for sure. <laughs> because this is, so here you have it. Like the Course says, the greatest way to learn something is to teach it. You know? So this is all about teaching what you're not. Because you cannot teach what you are, you can only be what you are. You cannot know what you are, you can only be what you are. You can never arrive at where you are, you've never left. None of that. All that is a story bill from a false reference that adds miles of time between you and you. It's not so. It's truly not so. So. It's not like a get-out-of-jail-free card. Things happen, bodies, troubles, stuff like that. Pains occur, but the suffering that the mental state will add on to a pain in the, in the interpretation of time, like this, it was all right today, but it's been like this for three months, that's unbearable. Yes, that can get lifted easily because it's a mental, it's just an activity. But the pain comes with this package. Yeah? You're conscious, so you're going to feel shit. A lot of shit that you feel may be sort of contracting, but there's no one that's feeling it. That's the good news. Because if there's a one that's feeling it, it may have an opinion, it shouldn't have this pain. And then, oh, well, fuck that. I shouldn't have this pain. But you do. <laughs> Seemingly. You might as well stop arguing with the way things are. Because it doesn't give a shit about your opinion. What's happening here? It doesn't. You're like the mouse that roars, but no one fucking hears it at all. You're just roaring at the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Just make take it easy on yourself, yeah. <laughs> and whatever you do, you'll be used, which is beautiful. What you truly are will use you here. Just like the mental state used you, it will. Something else will use you. You're going to be used. You're like a brush. Some artist wants to dabble and make an expression, be it the mubbing and mind of the mental state, you're going to be used. You're going to be putting, well, the mental state will just fucking drown you in this fucking bleak little yellowish black story of <laughs> where the other thing's much more awesome, you know, minimalistic, blood of space, more of a mural, nothing ever, it never ends. It's just an ongoing event. There's no painting, it's just painting. <laughs> You're never a finished product, which is awesome. Yeah, so there's no critiquing it. You can say, hey, I'm not done yet. <laughs> Mental state loves to critique. <laughs> no, oops, I'm not done yet. Keep on, just keep on with the show. <laughs> so, that's it for tonight. <laughs>